Today on We Need to Talk, we have part three of our talk about lying, where Steve and I, and also Patrick, talk about whether we ever lie to each other and stuff. Something I'll say is relationships vary on a differing basis. And so me and Steve, we have a relationship where we don't lie to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as I'm aware, I don't lie to Steve and Steve doesn't lie to me. Mm-hmm. And this makes our relationship very stable because if something goes wrong, we know the other person is telling the truth. And, I, and I've told you some stuff before that was very difficult to have to say, but it's it was the truth and it was important that you knew and I knew you want, would want to know it. Mm-hmm. So we've had, we've had difficult conversations, both yeah. of us. And, and it's important because let, let's say it, it, it creates... It, Creates a lot, less, a lot less hassle in the long run, and a lot of trust. A lot of trust because you know, for instance, there was a time where Steve came over for a podcast, and I wasn't expecting it, and uh, there was miscommunication that happened there. But I, you know, Steve knew that I would have been ready for the podcast if I knew he was coming, if I knew the podcast was happening, and I knew that if Steve would just randomly come over for a podcast, if it wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't drive that hour. No, I wouldn't. An I mean, hour and a half. I mean, there are instances that as well. So we have that kind of trust back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarly, uh, with the relationship with my girlfriend, I've been very, you know, I was very clear with her and set this up for the start since we started dating is that, you know, we could have two kinds of relationships. We could have a relationship where, you know, let's say you ask me how you look and if you want me to lie to you, I will lie to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you what you want to hear. And that's the basis of the question. The question means, you know, to, it, it's, it, you might say, how do I look? But what we're really saying is, tell me that I look, I look pretty. Mm-hmm. Or we have the other kind of relationship where you ask me, how do I look? And I give you my honest answer, you mm-hmm. know, and we're completely honest with each other. And we have that, you know, trust. I think either work. I think either are stable, but you have to be, you know, leg- legitimate with that. Mm-hmm. If someone says that they want to know how they actually look, then you have to tell them that. If they say the other thing, then just tell them why. I'm okay with telling people lies if they tell me to tell them lies because that's what the agreement is. And I think, you know, in context of how are you, that's a lie that we have in the culture. I mean, it's not a lie. What we're saying, what we're saying is this is like what it, that, the phrase actually means when it means, you know, f- you know, physically something different or for verbatim something different. And I don't think either arrangement is necessarily bad, but I think you have to be honest about the arrangement you have. Because if your girlfriend or, you know, let's say your boyfriend or whoever asks you a question and the 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 basis of the relationship isn't always telling the truth, you tell the truth, you know, how you actually feel, then that shouldn't be held against you. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't think it's like a matter of necessarily lying. Sometimes, sometimes people get hung up. So for instance, my girlfriend the other day, she was, telling me about her cousin that was going to give birth soon. And uh, she, she said something about the boyfriend. And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, so, so tell me how you really feel. Because I, I detected that something was a little bit uh, off. And she's like, oh, well, yeah. And she you know, did her little polite Canadian-ness. And I'm like, no, th- 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 just be honest with me. You can be honest with me. This is the basis of the relationship. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't like it. Uh, and just to be super clear, I don't have an issue if – that's the relationship that you guys have of you both agree that it's okay to lie in certain situations. That's totally your, you guys' thing. Uh, it's just, it would never work for me personally. Mm. Um, and everything I've said today is of course, super personal. I don't have an issue if you guys say something, but have an intention of another thing. And I do understand as much as I made it seem like I don't the, the cultural implication of saying, uh, how are you? And, and most people don't really mean that. I do get that. It just would never work for me. Mm-hmm. And anytime I'm asking that question, I'm actually, I'm good for hearing how somebody's actually doing. And I wouldn't say, okay, if I'm not really doing okay, I would 
I would probably say something more like, okay, all right. Um, mm. Or if it's bad, then I'd, I'd probably be like, I mean, not great, but what's going on? Or, or then progress the conversation because I understand what you're saying, that they probably aren't wondering that. So I'll progress the conversation forward. And then if they ask another question, then we can go back to, to my answer. Right. Sometimes he might lie a little bit as well, I think. Uh, I mean, it's not really lying, but let's say you're not doing very well, but there's like, a, uh, I don't know, Jonesy, who if you say that you're doing all right or not well, that they will ask you and prod you and try to talk you to an hour about, you know, what's wrong. And you don't want to go through the hour because you have things to do and you don't like talking to them that much. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like a coworker, right? So you're not really in a situation where you can really avoid contact with them. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, you might say, I'm doing well, although you're not because, you, you know, you don't want to have a conversation. Whereas maybe with uh, talking to you, Steve, if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm going to be honest with you because, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing well, but, you know, let's just move on. So you're using the royal you in that situation. Not mm-hmm. saying me personally, because you said you a whole bunch of times. You will do this. You will say this and this. You more mean you M- as, a, as a person. Yeah. Okay. Not me. Okay. No, 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 um, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or a hypothetical you where it's like someone who might say that. Fair enough. I, I was just trying to understand like if you had examples of situations where you've seen me do that. Oh, no, no, no. Or because uh, I'm always interested because I understand I'm going to be hypocritical like with the grandma example. Like. I will, I'll lie to her about, about that specifically mm. all day long and not, and I'll, I'll feel a little guilty, but ultimately I won't. Um, so, and I understand that is a hundred percent hypocritical, uh, but you know, maybe that's the exception that makes the rule. It, you're a very strange person, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, as far as like your moral, uh, we had the last podcast we did actually <laughs> went into this quite a bit. Uh, it, it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. somehow we went from, uh, what was the question? Like whether... You'd write a read a poem from oh, your dad, and then it went into the Holocaust. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you're a very different person ethically, so I would never like put those those kind of things on you. It's more mm-hmm. hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you require a specific explanation for everything, mm-hmm. and that definitely doesn't make. I I don't feel I don't put myself on a pedestal for that at all either. I think it's a detriment to me in a lot a lot of ways of not being able to to do a lot of things that normal people feel are like obviously that's fine and everyone knows it's fine yeah it's, it's different variants oh, like patrick's similar i think in different respects but patrick's got this kind of like a ethical center to him so for instance there was a, a customer who was being very racist like uh they, they were saying racist things and they were on the phone with a one, one of the person people like people from the back office who was a uh, hispanic and they were giving all these racial slurs and Patrick, you know, stepped in and started, you know, talking to this guy and told him it wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Now, from my perspective, uh, you know, it's, I, I avoided that conversation. I didn't want to be confrontational mm-hmm. because, you know, self-preservation, my role as a bank employee is not to, mm-hmm. you know, provide political commentary. Like, <laughs> but I felt in that situation that my duty superseded my role as a banker mm-hmm. and the, what I would want someone else to do for me, which is that if I was being persecuted, I would want someone to say something to me. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that that's kind of a, a synopsis of my whole philosophy is that, is, you know, it, it's cliche, but do unto others, essentially. Mm-hmm. So when I'm saying that I think it's okay to lie in some context, I do want to clarify that overall, I don't think lying is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that life requires compromise. And I think that to have 
deep relationships with people. We have to become intimate with their needs. And if we perceive that what that they need us to tell them certain things, then we should be honest. But if our perception is that they just want to be viewed a certain way and they want to to be nurtured, like we can make compromises. And, it, and so I just I don't think that it's bad to lie when the outcome of the situation is that somebody is going to feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain trades which are just like essentially lies that people comply with, like you know magicians essentially tell lies, but you go there and you pay them to have you tell you know, for them to tell you lies. Mm-hmm. They say, "No, there's a rabbit in this hat," and now there's not, and you know this person's going to get cut in half. And those are all lies, and we hope they're lies, of course, too, because if someone's really cut in half, there's murder happening on stage. But those those are lies within the context of say, the people wanting to be lied to. Now, there may be other instances, uh, going to get a little controversial here, where like seances. Like, uh, like I, I don't, I'm not a spiritual person at all. I think seances and talking to the dead is, you know, fake. And I think that people, some people actually believe in it, and some people will do these seances, you know, with, with goodwill. They think they're actually channeling the dead. But in the case that someone knows it's bullshit and they're pulling all these kind of schemes and there's been a lot of like uh, TV show personalities who have been you know, caught out for, say, you know, looking up people on Google, you know, finding information, all this kind of stuff. Like the whole big scam. Like, I, I think that is really you, you could say they're still like buying into it. The people know it's fake, but they want to be told that they're communicating with their grandparents. But I think there's other people who are just being lied to and they don't know that kind of like with the fitness example where people who don't have that knowledge or information really think this is happening and you're lying to them in a way that could be possibly detrimental. Yeah, I mean, magician's a really interesting example because, um, uh, like, on I don't really have an issue with that specific example, but I agree that if you're manipulating somebody to... Um, I, I feel like it comes down to, like, the basis of, like you're saying, people know that they're being lied to or not. Mm. Um, and, and that's really the big deal if you have a magician who is doing the ball and cup game and is swindling people out of money by being a magician that's wrong Mm -hmm. but if you have somebody doing a ball and cup game and they know that they're being swindled then that's not as wrong that's that's okay right it's it comes down to their knowledge and is it really i don't think that's really lying if you know you're being lied to and both of you know that you're being lied to right so it's a consensual contract because Mm -hmm. like the parallel example would be if someone's lip singing that would be lying because you are selling tickets to a concert and you're under the, when you buy tickets to the concert, you're under the impression you're going to see somebody sing and that it's going to be their talent, right? But if they're reproducing somebody else or they're not really doing it, then it's fake, right? Although the argument could be made that if you were entertained and you later found out that they were lip singing, then there was no harm. Mm-hmm. With lip singing, it's a little confusing too because in most pop, it, it's it's so like so much the default standard that uh, if you go to a concert and it's not lip synced, you're more surprised. I mean, in, in rock, that's not a thing, but in a lot of pop, especially in, on TV shows, it's going to be lip synced because it's just hard to get live sound in there. And you could say that if you had the expectation otherwise that this was legit, then you're being kind of stupid, or you're you're being you're, you don't know half the knowledge. I, I think it definitely comes down to like, was there anything explicitly said one way or the other? Like, if you say come watch me sing and then you're lip syncing that's fucked up mm. but if you say come watch me perform and they're lip syncing there's some there's some gray there there's some wiggle room to like not have been lying but if at any point somebody asks you and you are dishonest then 
that's lying. I, I agree. That's really an interesting example. But I like the thought of um, both people knowing it's a lie being that's a contract. I, yeah. I really like that thought. Oh, one, one little dumb thing here. Uh, we're a little bit long here. I think you have to leave pretty soon, Steve. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's one kind of lie that I don't necessarily agree. P- people will like demoralize it. So let's say, let's take Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, he, he's come open about this now, but you know, he used steroids and he's open about it. But uh, there's a lot of people who are asked, you know, whether they use steroids, like Dwayne DeRock Johnson and other people, and they say no. And they say no because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Right, like expecting them to admit to a crime on video is really stupid. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like the idea that that question would be posed and they would just come out about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's an illegitimate expectation. Mm-hmm. Well, right, because that goes to what we said before, which is self-preservation. Mm-hmm. So that's the third layer: is that if if you're put in this, you're basically giving someone an ultimatum there because they have two uh, negative choices. They can either lie or they can go to prison, mm, yep. right? So that that's a double negative. It's not fair. Yep. yep. And there's a lot of situations like that as well. Like, uh, for, for instance, in the law, you don't have to say anything. You, like, it's not a lie by omission necessarily. I mean, certain circumstances where they can compel you to speak. But, like, uh, they take things you say very, very seriously and verbatim. So if you get pulled over by a police officer and they ask you, uh, do you know what I pulled you over for? And you say, I don't know, I, I was speeding. Uh, even if you weren't speeding, they can get you on speeding because you admitted to it. it mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a record, it's evidence that could be put in court and they'll read it back and you have to accept it. Even if they had you on camera going 10 miles underneath the speed limit. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things where you sometimes have to be careful with the way you speak to not self-incriminate because it, it could be taken very wrongly. Mm-hmm. which isn't lying, but it, it's not that you have to be forthright. Yeah. And I, I agree with that in, in whole that you don't need to answer any question. You don't owe that to anybody necessarily. Um, that you're, you, and I challenge people to exercise their right to, if you don't like a question or don't agree with it to just not answer it. Right. Right. There's tactful, there's tactful ways to do that. There's ways to, to go about that and not seem um, not seem shifty or whatever. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times reversing the questions are really powerful too. Yeah. I, I can't say, I, I, I've always used to lie a lot more than I used to now. I don't really lie much more anymore. Uh, there's not really much of a reason to. And like, if it's anything, it's like the little white lies. Like uh, someone asked me how I'm doing and I don't want to have that conversation with somebody. So I just say, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in general, I don't think I lie in general. One technical reason is because it gets really complicated keeping track of all the lies. Mm-hmm. And because you have to know who you lied to, what you said, and then how these spider webs kind of like go out. And it gets really confusing. That's super interesting to me that that is something that you think uh, you lie about because you don't want to have that conversation. But you don't feel that people are actually asking you to have that conversation. Say it one more time. So you said as far as how are you doing and you'll lie and say, okay, even if it's not because you don't want to have that conversation, but you feel that people say, how are you doing just because that's a cultural thing and they're not actually asking. So they don't want to have that conversation. So are you, are you saying that you're trying to spare both of you from having to have that conversation because then they're going to feel compelled to ask more questions, even though they don't really want them? Uh, I think I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, mentally fatigued right now, to be honest. That's fair. To, to some degree. But 
I think maybe I was speaking more in the sense of someone who's legitimately asking that question, mm-hmm. like someone who is one of our close friend. Mm-hmm. Like if it's someone like who is a like a store clerk, like mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm gonna say all right, no matter what. I like I don't want to tell. I don't want to have a conversation with them. I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, I, fuck them. Yeah, like like that's not the point of what why they're asking. I understand that. Like uh-huh. if I'm a customer somewhere, no one's asking me how I am because uh, they actually are interested. It's just, it's just trying to greet me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. If it's a personal friend, though, you know, maybe I might just say all right for right now, and maybe I intend to talk to him that later, but now it's not the time, mm-hmm. and it's just you know get past that. And sometimes I don't think it's lying. Sometimes I think it's tabling a conversation, mm-hmm. right? Like, like uh, let's say you and I are talking, mm-hmm. and I ask you, or you ask me, is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. And you know, I actually will probably say yes in your case. I'll probably, You'll say, probably always say yes. I'll say yes, but uh, we'll have to talk about it later. But uh-huh. let's say it's somebody else where I know their personality is such that if I say yes, but we'll have to talk about it later, they will keep talking. Mm-hmm. They'll say, oh, no, just, just tell me about it. And then there goes another hour of time mm-hmm. talking about memetics. Yeah. I mean, that's when I would just continue with, I, I don't, I'm not ready to talk about that right now. I don't want to talk about that right now. I think there are other ways to, to do that, but that's again, totally me. And yours is probably a more elegant approach to, to just be side table it in a, in a way that only, you know, you're tabling it. I, I would be a little more forthright with tabling and be like, I'm tabling this conversation. Yeah. Well, part of the thing here I think we're seeing is that you're very direct and very non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's just a difference in how we approach people in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, I don't know what he is. Um, well, I'm very introverted, first of all, so I don't share a lot of these things with people. Mm-hmm. So in the situations you're describing, I would almost never disclose what's actually going on with me. It, it's difficult even for me to say those things to my wife. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I'm a little unusual in that case because I'm technically always going to lie, mm-hmm. but not it, just merely by omission, you know, mm-hmm. and not in ways that are going to harm other people because... You know, again, if it's information that's relevant to somebody's safety or their well-being or it's going to make them better as a person, of course I'm going to tell them. Mm. But, you know, I just believe in in a social contract. And, again, things are compromising. So if, if you need to lie to better someone's situation, then I think it's okay. I know you pretty well now, Patrick, but uh, <laughs> to be honest, I think if you were to lie to most people, they would never know because y- your voice is so dry <laughs> and it's always going to be the same. People don't even know when I'm joking, so you're absolutely right. <laughs> I, like, like you could say, I'm very sad. I'm very happy. It'd be the same exact tone for all three. Right. Indifferent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it, it is true that people don't tell when Patrick's joking. It, to me, it's an obvious joke because I have the same kind of humor, just like a dry, just kind of, you know, make a statement and wait for a reaction. But uh, it's it's been pretty funny. You, you say sometimes sorry, ridiculous things and people just like take it like it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually, um, you know, back in the early 2000s, there were these jokes that you would tell a story that would go on for like 10 minutes and there'd be no punchline at the end. Mm-hmm. I was awesome at those. The Norm MacDonald <laughs> joke. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. He's the, wicked funny. Yeah. I love his humor. Yeah, so I used to come up with those all the time and I was great at them, you know, and also uh, able to like get people to do things, you know, like tell them, oh, so you start with this and, you know, give somebody instructions and they're totally bogus instructions. And you could, if you were really listening, you could tell, Hmm. but they just do it. You know, it's great. Yeah. Norm would tell like a 10 minute knock, knock joke. (laughs) (laughs) He would take a a classic knock, knock joke and like drag it out 10 minutes by throwing in tons of other shit and then (laughs) compounded how funny it was because at the end you're like, that is a stupid joke. 
but yeah. you made it 10 minutes and long. people would get so mad it got to a point where like i'd show up and i'd start talking i wouldn't even say i'm gonna tell a joke i'd just start talking and uh one of my friends karen she'd, she'd be like if you're telling one of those jokes i swear to god <laughs> <laughs> which of course makes it funnier right because you never know when it's coming <laughs> It's kind of strange because you had that problem and you embraced it. I had that problem and I'm like, I have to figure this out because people keep taking me seriously. You know, what I really want to know is um, what other people think. Where where should they go about getting a hold of us for that? Well, they can get a hold of us specifically. We need to talk at facebook.com slash we need to talk show or twitter.com slash WNTT1. Also, we have a brand new website. It's we need to talk dot show. Mm-hmm. And that's not .com, .show. It's a whole domain that you can get. Also, we have a Patreon. You can donate to us there. But also, uh, you can find another podcast, which is somewhat tangentially related to this one, at least two-thirds tangentially related, <laughs> which is... It's called Does Anything Matter? Because, you know, Does Anything Matter? It's a great question that we ask ourselves. And we've talked about lying a lot here today. And does lying matter? It seems like it does, mostly. But then a lot of chances, times it maybe it doesn't. It's, we're, we're a little bit not unanimous with that. Most things don't matter, but we try to figure them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when does lying matter? When doesn't it matter? That's a great question. Uh, and it's a question that we tried to answer today. And did, did, did we? Yeah, I think we did a really great job of like explaining how each of us personally feels. And I think we're all a little bit different. We have a lot of the same cores, um, but some of us are way more extreme than others. Uh, I'm very well known for being an extremist. So wait, don't take that out of context. (laughs) (laughs) I think one big thing is that, you know, although our views are different, they're compatible with each other. So long as we know the other person's say views, Mm -hmm. like uh, I know how to talk to Steve and Steve knows how to talk to me. I know what the protocol is. The protocol with someone else, uh, let's say me and Jane, might be completely different. Yeah, but fuck Jane. <laughs> well, I, I would if I could, but <laughs> I, I'm trying to end this. Oh, okay. Well, I think you and Jane need to talk. No, no, no oh, okay. we, we don't need to talk. Why? Because fuck Jane. That's a really good ending. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And um, so where where you guys have that podcast and i'm really excited to listen to it um and uh the link will be in the description as well yep. or what did you call it a thing i'm a do uh, doobly do doobly do yeah the, sometimes you gotta do the doobly do neat we need to talk <laughs> <laughs>